And that's why I always stress education is key. You know, my parents stressed that on me. I always like, you know, today I spent my time over at the Tom Ferry Edge event, you know, because I have to always make sure I'm fully educated in what's going on in the market. I've got to know what the ins and outs are and be able to not only communicate it to my clients, but communicate it to the agents that I train and teach on a daily basis. All right, welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Romana Semplis of the Romana Semplis Group at Engel and Volker, right here in like the Tampa area, uh, uh, St. Petersburg? Yes, correct. Okay, right, St. Petersburg. So she is a team lead here and, and has a has a team. Tell us a little bit about your about your current team and then we'll dig 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 a little deeper into kind of where you started. Okay, again, my name is Romana Simplis with the Romana Simplis Group at Engel and Volker's Real Estate. We specialize in high-end luxury real estate. Um, we treat ourselves and carry ourselves as real estate advisors only because we expect to bring the highest level of real estate and we make the transactions as simple as possible. Hence our motto and our logo, the simplest way to real estate. Um, but as of right now, we've got four agents that are on the team. Um, and with the four agents, um, we cover a number of the areas here. It's not just Pinellas County, St. Pete, where my office is located. Um, it's Tampa Bay, Hillsborough. There's Pasco, Pinellas, Polk County, Manatee. So we cover the entire Tampa Bay area so that our clients are fully covered. Yeah, and it's a huge, I mean, it's a, a huge geographic. It is. It really is. Yeah, it's basically the whole central west coast of Florida we oh, cover. Okay, mm -hmm. and, and how long have you been licensed? Um, I've been licensed since 2012, so I've been in the industry for over okay. a decade now. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And so you were licensed, and I'm sure, and now you've got a, this whole team going, you're selling units, you're working high end. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been like that the whole time, I'm sure, right? Oh, no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, why? If no? You want to sell like $10 million houses like 10 years ago? No, no, no. And nobody, 10 years ago, especially when you start in the industry, no one's going to trust, especially a young girl, the way that I started in real estate, no one's going to tr trust you with a $10 million asset. So, well, well, what? tell us, how was your start? Okay. What, what made you get into real estate? Okay. Um, truth be told, I was working at a bank. And I was getting a degree at USF in marketing and in finance. Um, I started in corporate America and I hated it. I literally was doing the full-time grind and it, I didn't need to work 40 years to know that I wanted out of the rat race. Um, I had a micromanager boss that was like, that made it very stressful to come to work every single day. I needed a change. And after a lot of prayer, and then I even fasted from a recommendation from a friend. I remember three days after my fast, I got the answer just from God, just like that, where the word real estate rings so hard in my head that I was like, I got to go. It's real estate. And everyone that I knew deter tried to deter me away from it because back in 2012, the market was just still coming up. Um, we had the recession in 2008. No one was really buying real estate. And I got licensed and I said, this is my calling. I have to go into this. And when I got in, my first sale was $26,000. Right. That's not a bad commission. That's like a, I mean, in most <laughs> places of the country, that's could be, that's a full salary. That's a year salary no, in a no, lot of places. The the price of the oh, house. the house price. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can imagine home prices were so low back then because the market had tanked. So I got into the ability of trying to close properties really fast because there's no commission in 26000 40,000, four bedroom, two bathroom houses that I was selling for $80,000. That's oh. what the market was doing here. 
So will you help me find an eighty thousand dollar four bedroom house in not in Tampa now? No, no. All of those homes are half a million. Oh my! You know, it's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it was at the time that I was selling. So I got really quick at putting the homes together, um, just because I had to put food on the table. I was, you know, just finishing college, had my own bills, just bought my own first house, and yeah, you had to. I struggled, right, trying to make it. Wow. So then, and then, so you're kind of chucking along chucking along yeah and and you were i imagine working by you know just getting going at what point did you decide that you needed some type of administrative help like i at what point did you hit a ceiling where you said you know i can't i I need to do more but i can't yeah it was very good question and honestly that's the point that i hit i wanted to do more but i couldn't because i was stretched too thin and at that point it was advised to me that, hey, you need a TC, you need a transaction manager, you're going to need somebody to take a lot of the load off of your plate. Because when you're handling 20 clients at one time, every single one of them need a phone call just for updates on the transaction. And I can't be all that for everyone. So I needed to hire on a TC. The year that I hired the TC, was, which was about the third year in real estate for me, that's when I cleared 100 grand. Okay. Yeah. So the so, so the TC helped get you to that yeah. that next step. She cleared up a number of hours for me. And in reality, I look at real estate and though I help clients and my clients will tell me, Ramana, you're there for me every step of the way. Every single transaction has been quantitative down to ten hours per client. Okay. And people may say, Oh my gosh, you know, you work so much all the time. In reality, each client I probably spend no more than ten hours with and get the from the point of initiation where we speak to the point that I hand you the keys at closing, that's 10 hours worth of work that's happened. Okay, and you still, do you still sit in on all your closings? And- yeah, I still do, I that's love the, them. That's the, that's the best part, right? The part, yeah, part. it's just the client's smile, the happiness, the joy, the journey that they've gone through. There's nothing in the world that I would wanna miss it. Yeah, I have to be there. Okay, and so now tell me, like, so your first year in business, just if you can remember, how many transactions do you think you did? I did 24 transactions my first year. Listed 24. 24 in your first year? Yeah, I listed 24, but not all 24 sold. But at the end of the year, I did 24 transactions. Correct. Okay, so you were hustling out of the gate. You know that that's not normal, right? I do know that's not normal, but I have to be very honest. The prices were so low. And, you know, you hear 24 transactions now. An agent doing 24 transactions can make a whole salary and eat good, take care of their family. 24 transactions back then was barely anything, especially with the home prices so low. Yeah. Okay. And so what, so then I guess if we equate that into sales volume, what do you think that number might have been? Um, I don't think I even hit 3 million that first year with the 24. Okay. And then what did you guys do in 2020? 8 million 20, in 2021. 2020. I did. Okay. So that's a that's a, a huge jump. It's a jump. So yeah, almost triple. Yeah, 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 yeah triple. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, we all I think, more than eight million. Yeah, yeah if we got I, the numbers. I think we we were quick to we're really harsh on ourselves. Yeah, a lot of times. I'm especially harsh on myself because I know I feel as though my numbers would be higher if I wasn't stretching myself so thin. Because in 2021, not only was I trying to maintain production, I was building a team at the same time. That's not an easy feat in real estate. And people will look at me and they say, oh, my, my gosh, Romana, you're so successful. Look at you. You're just doing it. And I'm like, you, you have no right. idea. Yeah. No, so, but you work like regular banker's hours, right? Now I did three. You're off at 3.01. You're clocking out. I know. Out. I love the flexibility, but the grind is real. I'm When I first started, I was pulling 60 hours easy just for what felt like chump change. But... You know, I had an entire vision that was so much greater than I was, and I had to see that vision through. 
And when I look back at all the countless clients that I've helped and people who would not have had a home ownership if they didn't have an agent like me to just take the time, understand their situation and help them through their situation, no matter what it looked like. Yeah, I'm extremely thankful and blessed. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it's pretty cool that you said you that you, you fasted. I mean, I had not heard that before. And you, you know, you prayed on it and actually took a fast to yeah. really come up with what that next step was. Yeah. God told you real estate, so you you can't you can't quit. No, nope. you can't go back no. now. I can't. I can't go back. And honestly, my anointing is a little different in this industry because I have come across other agents who say, "Ramana, you make it look so easy," or you you're you've worked so hard and things just come to you. But at the same time. There is a blessing in it, um, but there is also work that I have to do to get to that point. I'm just going to tell you this story. So when I started real estate, I'm a young 22-year-old black girl, college educated, but in this industry, especially I live in Florida, there our presence as black realtors back then was not as strong as it is today. So I had to really grind. People would look at me and they'd say, oh, you're just too young. Oh, you're unmarried. Mm-mm. You haven't even lived life yet. Oh, you don't even have children yet. Mm-mm can't take you seriously. So you have to push past those hurdles in order to show people, you know what, I know what I'm doing and I can find a step in this arena. So imagine somebody like me trying to step into luxury. They say, oh my gosh, it's never been done before. Oh my gosh, we, you're different than what we're so used to. So there's plenty of times that I've stepped into an appointment where I kind of got looked over or clients would flat out just look over me because I was not that image that they had in their mind of what a luxury agent should look like to them. And honestly, in this in the state of Florida where I am right now, it's a white agent that they want to see pull in with a luxury car. And I think that I redefine luxury because my idea and my intent with luxury is that it needs to provide you a very strong quality of life. I can't tell you how many people I meet who claim they live a luxury lifestyle but have no money in the bank and they're completely broke. I don't like that. I don't like to do things for fake. I don't like to do it for just to show off to other people. Um, As of right now, I've communicated that to my clients and I'll step into the arena in my own strength. And because of that, I closed another $2.3 million deal. Yeah, recently. (laughs) But you just have to own who you are, what you are. Don't be fake about it. Just go in there and present yourself and just let them know. Hey, I'm a wealth builder. Yes, I am the first one in my family that has to do this or is doing it and is going to break a million dollars in terms of income. You know, I come from a background where some people like Trump would say I'm from a shithole country. My family's from Haiti. So they might see that and say, you know, you have to dig so much harder. Or I'll tell people that and they say, um, so sad and I don't need anyone to look at me like it's a it's a sad case or a sad story I don't need that because I'm strong in my own sense you know I love that I love that yeah the and and so the I'll, I'll, I will share I mean we've seen that that with whether it's real estate whether it's any business you know I was reading an article this morning that um, you know uh, first and second generation immigrants typically fortunately or unfortunately do much do significantly better than you know i guess you know homegrown so to speak okay. america's because of the entitlement yeah. thing they um so so yeah you know so you, yeah you you're hitting the ground running you started you made your decision you prayed on it and and now you're growing your business and growing your team so good stuff. i am and pushing past it so all right and and in, and in luxury which is not a um as you as you shared is not uh uh and not we're not the ideal 
or yeah, for what people would wide open yeah, for us at the theory. Yeah, so we do have to go in there and that's why I always stress education is key. You know, my parents stress that on me. I always like, you know, today I spent my time over at the Tom Ferry Edge event, you know, because I have to always make sure I'm fully educated in what's going on in the market. I've got to know what the ins and outs are and be able to not only communicate it to my clients, but communicate it to the agents that I train and teach on a daily basis. Right. And I think and I and I believe that I'm sure your 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 agents appreciate it and your clients definitely appreciate you taking the care mm -hmm. and showing them that listen, you can buy this, you know, big ass house, but if you're using every single penny and and borrow and yeah, gift funds to make it happen, yeah. you know, maybe we don't need the the two point three million dollars. Maybe we we could buy the one and a half million and we'll be cool. We could buy what? the one and a half million right. or maybe we could buy a multifamily. Let's build some additional income. Let's figure right. out something here. But it doesn't always have to look like what the Joneses have. That's not always wealth. Yes, yeah, there's there's a yeah, there, there, we, there's a difference in rich and, mm. and wealthy. Right? And wealthy. So yeah. do you do you have a lot of speaking of multifamily? Do you have a lot of multifamily clients? Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. I've got a number of multifamily clients. Um, I actually just picked up another one just now while we were in the event. Um, but yeah, it just really depends, um, especially because my career started so early on and it was technically like an investor's market when the market was so low. I learned how to speak the investor talk and find them the good deals, run numbers, show them cap rates, rate them returns and show them all right. the good stuff to put deals together. Right. So yeah, it translates and helps me actually move into a higher price point of homes. Right. Yeah. Because they're buying investment. Yeah. Multi, they're buying multifamily. Then most likely when they go to make that primary move, Absolutely. you're there and you're going to buy that, yeah. that million or five million or whatever. Exactly. That's why. All right. So what, what do you do? I know you're full-time in real estate yeah. and I would probably say for most of us part-time in real estate as well. That's your part-time job too. Um, what do you do when you're not like working, working, working? Ah, what do I not do? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm always on the move, so if I'm not working, you can find me at the gym, and I do a lot of strength training at um, Burn Fitness, right. and then you'll catch me on the weekends doing rollerblade, and every morning you will find me in my backyard doing yoga, so, wow. yeah, so I do a lot of, um, I guess what I would say, things to keep my mind in the present moment, only because I have so much that I'm so responsible for. Like I mentioned, I've got the responsibility of my agents. I've got the responsibility of my clients. And we always have the clock that's ticking and deadlines and things that are always due and people that need attention. So I always have to find the time for myself amongst all of that. So my go-tos is always rollerblading, working out and doing some strength training and keep my core nice, right and tight. And at the same time, rollerblading and doing yoga. Those are some, you're not picked, didn't pick any easy, um, easy activities, Bola. The, the strength strength training and yeah. rollerblade. The health is important to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it should be important to, I'm, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, fully transparent, today is my day three of getting back and exercising. Oh. Took a few months off, so I'm trying to get back. You, you've you inspired me. I, I was like, maybe I skipped the day. No. Yeah. I can't <laughs> really just skip. I only did two days straight. Can't skip yeah, the day. The day that you feel like you want to skip is the day that you need to go in. Right. And, that's the, and sometimes that, that might be your first day of the last day for a while so, so all right so what do you have what do you have planned for the team for the the um you know the next year this the rest of this year and mm -hmm. say the next five years where do you see the team where do you see yourself um in the next five years as of right now we're inter entering us to a stage of growth so um we're currently four agents and we need to expand so the reality is i kind of at the same time as much as i want to always help other people 
I have to make sure that it's right for me and I'm making the right moves for myself and my family. Um, so because of that, I'm recruiting and growing stronger. So if you are in need or in the market to be a real estate agent that has a serious career, then I am definitely somebody you need to speak with because I don't train just so that you can have a passive career. This is something where I want to make sure that your family is well taken care of. You have bread and butter, everything like that, um, that you have a really good quality of life. So for the next, within the next first five years from now, it's definitely recruiting and growing. And then hopefully once that is established and the structure is there, then hire a sales manager so that I can start scaling back myself. Back and, mm -hmm. and, and spend more time in coaching and developing. Exactly. Unless I'm kind of in the trenches. Exactly. But, yeah. Okay. Also, let me give, I got a quote of the day. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. All right. We got the quote of the day. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. It's impossible, said pride. It's risky, said experience. It's pointless, said reason. Give it a try, whispered the heart. As an unknown author. So if we were, say, we wanted to either grow, we wanted to be a part of your team. We wanted to be at an awesome team selling luxury homes. I mean, everyone wants to sell luxury homes. Mm -hmm. If that was the case, or if we wanted to um, maybe sell a house in the area, in the St. Pete, Tampa area, mm -hmm. or buy a house, how would we reach you? Okay. <laughs> You don't edit that out because yep. I needed some water. Yep. We got it. We got it. How how would we reach you? The best way to reach me is from my phone number. You can call me directly at 813-397-7137. I'm extremely responsive and pick up my phone the majority of the time. Or you can find me at Instagram at, at Romana Simplest Group, YouTube at Romana Simplest Group, Facebook at Romana Simplest Group on Angle and Volkers Real Estate. I love that. I love that. And the, and the name, what's what's the slogan again? Uh, Ramada Simplest Group, the simplest way to real estate. The simplest way to real estate. You heard it. Well, good stuff. Thank you. Keep rocking. Yeah.